Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today's episode of the Fieldhouse Files is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing or ready to learn or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to fieldhouse.robinhood.com. That's fieldhouse.robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not an investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co forward slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. And welcome into another episode of the Fieldhouse Files. I'm Scott Agnes. Well, the Pacers are 25 and 15 after a win Monday night over the 76ers. It wasn't the prettiest game. A lot of people were focused on the college national championship game, but the Pacers stuck it out, got the win. And that was big because it gives them a 2-1 lead now in the season series with Philadelphia. And that may matter come April. That's when playoff seeds and home court is on the line. But we're going to step away from Pacers basketball a little bit today. And so on this episode, I'm going to talk with an NBA super fan. And he's embarked on this impressive journey, a trying journey, but an impressive one nonetheless, where he's attending 30 NBA games in 30 days. He's hitting every single city. It began right after Christmas in Philadelphia and will end in Portland on January 23rd. So I'll talk to David DeLuper about this project, the planning process. This was months in the making. He had to ask for time off, yet he's still working, answering calls and texts on the road, plus the reception that he's gotten on the road and in different venues and different costumes he's wearing. All that has been fascinating to watch from afar on Instagram. And joining him to help out and to document the whole thing is photographer Colin Kerrigan. Those two were in Indy on Monday night to see the Pacers win over Philly. And just days earlier, they were in Chicago for Pacers Bulls. And uh, Benny the Bull dumped popcorn all over him. So that was pretty funny. If you have not done so already, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you have another moment, please give the show five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. Now, here's my conversation with David DeLuper. All right, as promised, I bring in David DeLuper to talk about this incredible experience, this journey that he's going on all month long. And, and David, I know I think you're on your way or in Milwaukee now after being in Indiana last night. Thus far, how would you sum up how things have gone for you? Sure. So far, things have been great. The streak has been kept alive, and I've been on 21 Jumbotrons in a row and been to 21 games. So things, things are going really, really well. And it's cool because each day we see a new arena, we see a new team, and it, it's been a lot of fun. 
I want to go back to kind of the, the conception of this idea. How long have you been thinking about doing something like this and, and then moving it forward, advancing the idea? How did you realize that, hey, maybe I can make this happen? Because it's a wild idea and it takes a lot of sacrifices on your part and uh, of that of the place of your employment. Sure. So I've been thinking of the idea for, for at least a year now. And it kind of started as a small seed. And then I kept thinking about it, it kept growing and growing. And it kind of became this challenge that I really wanted to complete. And really, the the trip kind of came to fruition or, or started the planning process August, right when the schedules came out. I think it was August 10th or August 13th. Mm-hmm. And with that, that's when I started to really dig into the schedule, say, hey, here's a good block of games in Texas that I could drive to. Here's a good block of games in the Northeast. I would have to fly here. That's when all the mapping occurred. And with that, once I had it all planned, I ended up talking to my boss and, and did this this pretty hard pitch to get the time off. And luckily I had some PTO days and he was very supportive of it. So I was able to, to complete the journey. What was that conversation like? Was it like, David, you're a little crazy here. It's like, you know what? I kind of like that. Go for it. You're young and make the most of it. Yeah. It, it was more supportive. hundred percent for me. I, I came with a plan of how I would support the team that I work on and work with while I was gone. So, I'm so still you are still working every day. Yeah, so I'm still checking emails every day, available via text. And luckily, it's a lot of long drives, so I'm able to hop on the phone for, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. And everybody at my work understands, too. They're very supportive and appreciative. They're all liking the Instagram posts. They're all DMing me, you know, congratulations and connecting to me if they know somebody that has tickets as well. So it's been a really positive environment. How much are you having to buy tickets or have you been able to use some resources and contacts to to kind of have that taken care of and what surely is an expensive um, month filled of uh, experiences? Sure. I mean, in general, the NBA community has been so supportive that of the 21 games, probably bought tickets to five or six of them right now through friends, through family members. That's awesome. I've been able to, to gather tickets. You know, last night I have a very good friend named Abby who works for uh, a company out in LA and I ended up staying with her parents who are season ticket holders and they are able to help me make some connections. So it's kind of this, once again, a really supportive, positive community that's, you know, really been there for me. And also the person that's traveling with me as well, Colin Kerrigan. How much, yeah. And I don't want to leave him out because he pl- plays such a significant part in this and probably handling some of the planning and driving and then off- obviously capturing all this now that you've amassed Probably more than 20,000 followers on Instagram that I've seen. Yeah, so Colin, if you notice on every video, there's one person sitting down next to me holding (laughs) an iPhone, and that is is Colin. He's a – we both live in Philly, and we're good friends, and we've worked together in the past. He's actually a freelance uh, filmmaker and photographer, so I was able to convince convince him to come on the trip with me. And he's kind of gaining this cult following, actually, where – People are like, hey, that's the guy who's not having any fun sitting next to David. So it, it's <laughs> funny how things are working out. It makes me wonder, have you thought about maybe more so now that you are into it, David, the fact of can I turn this into something later on? Are you working on might there be a documentary or blogs or journals to come out of this as well? Yeah, I mean, for me, seeing every NBA team, every arena, every atmosphere has been great. And I feel like the knowledge that myself and Colin have has is, you know, is really useful. So we definitely plan on figuring something out, you know, whether that's going to WNBA games, whether that's uh, creating a, you know, a blog site and Colin, since he's such a talented 
filmmaker. He's actually documented everything, and we're hoping to make a short about this at the end, just to kind of show what it was like, the struggles, the ups, the downs. You know, and for me, you know, going on the court at an NBA game is is a dream, right? And being able to do that a few times. So you see the highs, then you also see the lows where it's like, oh, we lost our keys at a truck stop, and the car alarm is going off, and we don't know what to do as all these people are looking at us and, you know – we're running late for the game. So it, it's definitely, we're hoping to show the highs and the lows and what the journey's all about. <laughs> so did that story actually happen? You lost the keys? Yeah. So we lost the, I unfortunately am not a great driver. Colin's a much better driver oh, no. than I am. And I lost the keys at a truck stop. The alarm was going off and it's funny. Everybody was coming over. They're like, you just got to hit the unlock button. <laughs> we're like, we know <laughs> just, you know, somebody, I didn't want to admit it was me lost the keys. Um, so it, it's it's been, you know, at the time we're like, ah, oh, so frustrated. And then, you know, a week later we're laughing about it. Yeah, those are the, those are some of the things I think you'll remember most out of it um, as Definitely. well among the many things. Are you? I'd be curious, too, are you doing any kind of ranking system or do you plan to do that at the end in terms of game experience or food or easiness of getting to the arena? Anything like that pique your interest? Yeah. We definitely plan on doing a ranking system. Um, one, you know, with mascots, with the in arena system, uh, in arena like game presentation ops, uh, easy location. Like Minnesota, uh, for example, was was a ton of fun. The parking was super easy and cheap, and they had all the tunnels to get into the stadium. It was it was really cool. And then last night at the Pacers was awesome too, just because the way the stadium was set up, you walk on the concourse level, you immediately see the jumbotron jumbotron actually kind of looking down on everything. And the in arena squad was amazing. The game and the atmosphere was incredible too. The fan base was really lively. So it's definitely ranking system, or I wouldn't call it a ranking system, more of just uh, how we experienced every team. Cause your, it's tough. Your takeaways from each visit. Yes, sure. Exactly. Some teams we're seeing on a Monday night. Some teams we're seeing on a Saturday night. So I wouldn't say it's fair to compare every team. It's kind of apples to oranges. No, that's fair. And you say you live in Philly, so it worked out nicely then a Monday night as you were able to see the Pacers play the 76ers here in Indianapolis. We were. Um, it was great. It's the first time we've seen the Sixers on the road, actually. However, that's they where they're lose. struggling. They've lost six in a row now on the road. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're they're great at home, yep. but they did they did lose. Regardless, uh, we ended up sitting right behind the bench, maybe five or six rows back. And what the Pacers have, we are able to get uh, access to like their courtside club, I think it's called, and you're able to actually walk along a carpet along the the court. So it was really mm-hmm. cool. We were watching warmups and. Everybody at the arena is so friendly from the Turner's block crew to um, the attendants that are helping manage security. Everybody was so friendly. So it was it was great. Conference championship week is here Four teams, two games, so little time left in the season. So don't miss out. Get in on all the action with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's America's top rated sportsbook app. With so much going on this week, DraftKings has great promotions running every day. From odds boost to free bets, they have it all. And this week only, bet on any star player to score the first TD of the game with 10 to 1 odds. It doesn't get any better than that. Plus, DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe and secure betting app. 
You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. And to top it all off, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering their best sign-up offer to date right now, so you won't want to miss this. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code FAST when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget that's code FAST and get your sign-up bonus of $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Indiana only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yeah, that, the, what you're discussing, I think, is the Lightbound Courtside Club, which is basically a bar um, where everyone kind of can hang out before or after, even at halftime, especially for anyone, I think, in the top, like, 10 rows. And and I want to go back to, you mentioned Turner's Block. That's one of two fan sections that the Pacers have. I think you were there maybe for the first quarter or for tip-off. What do you make of that? Because there are several other teams like Milwaukee um, that you will soon experience. Um, Toronto, I think, is one. And it's several others that have their own fan sections. What do you make of those and the Pacers specifically? Yeah, we were in the Pacers um, Turner's Block for a little bit and really cool. Everybody was so welcoming. Um, and also there was some interesting conversations we had, like everybody, I, I learned what it was like when Lance Stevenson was on the team. <laughs> I learned with it, you know, like yeah. I had all these funny stories and I, and I, I'm blanking on his name, but him and his dad have this thing called the airport squad, I believe. And it's where he said his dad's been doing it consistently for three years. He does it as much as he can, but essentially every time the Pacers leave or arrive, they're waiting at the airport. And it was, it was super cool when he was telling me this because I met him. I met his dad. Was it Ron it was Kraft? Of, I'm blanking on he's, the name right now. I think it is. He, he has the Twitter handle Airport Craft, and he's one of the, the spokesmen, if you will, that I've talked to about Turner's Block. So. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think it was him then. And, and it was like something like that. I, I haven't heard anything since on the trip. So really cool and really welcoming and uh, just a good group in the corner, heckling, making some noise, having fun. How do you decide where to start and, and your route, right? Because there, there's so many different ways you could go, um, but you also have to make sure the team's at home while you're there or, or and such. And so I've seen you do a couple where I think you've crossed, crossed the country a couple times, maybe San Fran to Chicago and then back or, or what have you. How did, how, how did that process work for you? Because I would think that is so difficult to figure out. Yeah, the, the actual sit-down planning process took about three weeks working on it every day to find the most – logistically convenient and also economically friendly route. So we started on Christmas day in Philly just so that we could sleep at our own places, easy commute. And then we ended up going to Brooklyn and then Boston, then DC. And we did that so that we can drive as much as possible. So there was, as you mentioned, kind of the San Francisco to Cleveland and then back to golden state and then back to, I think it was Minneapolis. It's so, probably all running together at this point. Absolutely. And, and there has been, we called that period the gauntlet just because it was a couple red eyes and all that. But luckily, if you stay at friends places like we have and you're smart on the road and we booked our flights pretty far in advance, it, it you know, it's very doable. Um, for example, if you book a spirit flight, 
uh, oh, you know, no. three months in advance. It's it's about forty five bucks. Yeah, we. But we, there's we, no we guarantee you're at the game if you're doing. Spirit. <laughs> it, it we rolled the dice. We and it's funny you say that, Scott, just because we booked a few Frontier flights, right? And we're like, all right, let's roll the dice, and so far it's worked out. Yeah, oh, that's awesome because you just never know with with those cheaper airlines. But that also helps um, make it work. As far as the jumbo trons, have you found getting on those is fairly easy as long as you find the camera? We know, and I want to get into this next. You're wearing something special in every in every site. Um, so, camera guys, I think are looking out for people like you. Yeah, so I kind of have a strategy. Uh, I would say it's a maybe four to five part strategy that I tested before this trip with Colin and. It actually, it worked and that was kind of the proof of concept and we were excited because of that. So the strategy is you want to sit lower bowl, of course, and that's just because of the camera guys where they are. And ideally it's in a corner opposite the team bench so that they're tethered usually. So they're kind of limited to where they are able to roam. And then, you know, the biggest thing is do some dance moves, have fun. You know, you want to see the energy of the arena and what the fan base is about. And as you alluded to, you know, you're not going to get on the Jumbotron wearing the opposite team. So therefore, I've been able to to rock a team gear for each team. And, and luckily, Mitchell Ness were in Philly. They heard about what I was doing, and they actually sent me a bunch of jerseys and hats just to support me, which was really cool. And with that, you know, I've been uh, 21 for 21. That's outstanding. So then that, that kind of is twofold, I think, in this, right? So you can wear – are you wearing, say, uh, the Cavaliers jersey? I saw you were given courtside seats, which probably was one of your best experiences to this point. And then you're giving that jersey away um, as type of a promotion. Is that is that how that works? Yeah, to be honest, um, for me, Mitchell and Ness sent me a lot of jerseys, which I was really thankful, and there was no real agreement. It was just like, hey, have fun. And for us, a lot of fans have been reaching out saying, hey, you know, can I have the hat? Can I have the jersey? So we just started doing a few giveaways, and it, it's worked out really nice. And a lot of times, like last night at the Pacers, we had a hat, and somebody DM'd us saying, hey, you know, I, I see you guys have done a few giveaways. Are you doing one tonight? And we just were like, hey, I have a hat. Meet me at halftime, and we'll just give you the hat kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, he actually showed up. He didn't have any apparel, so it was kind of cool that we were able to give it to him. And that's the thing. Like sometimes I'll be leaving the game wearing a uh, a hat of the team, and I'll just see a fan that clearly had an amazing time leaving as well, but doesn't have any gear. And sometimes it's spur of the moment where it's like, "Hey, I'm on this trip. I have a ton of gear, and I think you would, you know, be better suited for this." So yeah, it's been a it's been fun in that sense. It's definitely had a few good smiles and all that. Well, we talk about physical fitness a lot, but there's another side to the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness, calm the number one app for sleep and meditation, they've teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. One thing you should do and can do is focus on your mental fitness, and you can do it with Calm. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, and Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. So for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% off discount to an annual membership at calm.com forward slash fieldhouse. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com forward slash fieldhouse. That's calm.com forward slash fieldhouse. He's 30 for 30 for 30 underscore. And if you go on there, it's also not just a jersey and jeans here. You, David, have gone all out uh, the New York Liberty type costume. Um, You had the taco, I think it was in Los Angeles. 
um, what what has gone into this part of everything? Because you're you're not shortchanging, I think, any element in all this from the planning part to the outfit planning part. Um, is this also in part a way to get on the jumbotron and to have fun with all of it? Right? Yeah, definitely. It, the to me, the funnest part has actually been kind of figuring out the costumes and such. And we still have, you know, for example, we're going to New Orleans in a few days, and I just thought of the costume to be a crawfish. So I'm excited about trying to resonate and relate to the fan bases. And the day after Halloween, actually, I ended up going to Spirit Halloweens and Party Cities and trying to buy the bulk of the costumes just to, okay. to save money. You know, the day after Halloween is a pretty good clearance sale. I'll tell you that. So then, so, so then with this crawfish, do you hit Amazon Prime? Or are you stopping by a Goodwill? What are you doing? Yeah, I hit Amazon Prime. I delivered it to a locker. And then when I get to New Orleans and Colin, we're going to go right away and pick it up. So it's it's kind of like we ordered it yesterday, and luckily with technology and everything, it's it's been a ride. What what else should fans know about this experience for you, and what it's like attending every one of these games? Sure, I mean the biggest thing I would say is this is a fun journey and a personal project that I've been thinking of for a while. It was scary to commit to it and actually do it and ask for the time off and save up for it, but with all the planning and support from the NBA's community from friends, from family, it, it's, I've been able to make it happen. And, you know, I would say, if you see me at a game, please say hi. Uh, some people have asked to take pictures. Some I've signed my first autograph, which is a pretty surreal moment. Um, <laughs> and definitely I was like, are you sure? Like, cause I gave away a Jersey and someone's like, Hey, can you sign it? And I was like, are you sure you want me to sign it? It's a really nice Jersey. And so it's been fun. And, you know, Colin and myself have had that yes. And mentality where it's like, oh, you know, we see this cheese castle on the side of the road. Should we stop? Yes. And let's buy, you know, it's 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 hard to explain, but just rolling with the punches has been the biggest thing. Well, you got some fun stops coming up, headlined, I think, after this Milwaukee trip by New Orleans, and then what it looks like about seven or eight uh, more dates and finishing up out in Portland. So uh, this is good stuff. It's been fun to follow casually on Instagram. And so I knew once you've come through Indy, and I also should note, you just saw the Pacers in Chicago over the weekend. So you've yes. watched a couple of Pacer games, and that was when Benny the Bull dumped two bags uh, of popcorn on you. But it's been fun <laughs> to follow. And, and that's what it's all about in all this, I feel like, is the NBA and sports to be fun and, and to really take in the moment. So I appreciate you jumping on, and I actually really look forward to, to see what Colin has in store for us with a, a documentary or, or something like that to share everything you went through. Definitely. And, and the last thing I would say is, to me, the biggest discovery has been the NBA is not just about the product on the court and the players. It's about the fan bases and the front office that make everything and, and make it engaging. So that's been the coolest thing. Good stuff, David. Thanks so much, and uh, get some rest here before your next game, all right? <laughs> Thank you, Scott. I appreciate you having me on, and I'll talk to you soon.